Welcome, welcome to the business of personal brand photography. My name is Paula Brennan and I'm your host and I'm pretty excited to bring this episode to you today because I think it's a little bit timely and I want to tell you why. Well, to start with, I had a conversation with a photographer this week that it kind of made me a little bit sad in some ways. And and look, don't worry, this is not a tragic story, but it's probably just a conversation that made me understand just how lucky I was when I entered the industry because this photographer, she said to me that she hadn't had a chance in her career yet to really connect with other photographers. And I was like, wow. Now, let me preface this. She does live in a sort of isolated part of Australia and she's trying to figure out how to come to one of my in-person workshops that's happening in the next uh, couple of months because she just feels like she just needs to be around other photographers. And I was like, oh my God, yes, you do. Now, I think that if you've come into the photography industry, maybe in like, I'm going to say like maybe the last four or five years, you might be feeling like this too. Now, I know that, let's be honest, the pandemic had something to do with this, but I also think that there's been sort of a bit of a transition into more online communities. And and look, there's, sure, there's heaps of online communities that you can be part of, but I just think that there's something really amazing and pretty important about having a community inside of the industry that helps you to, you know, like that it just helps you to grow and to learn in your career. But I also think that that community can just be like maybe one or two people. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily need to be like hundreds of thousands of people. I think maybe just having one or two people to connect with or an entire community, whichever way you go, like it it just depends on what works for you. But I think that that's really important in kind of in terms of your growth of your career. So let me just preface this. Like when I first started in photography, it was the absolute advent of digital photography. So when I first started working with my dad, we were still using film, but we were processing a lot of things. Like we were scanning negs and, you know, processing photos through Photoshop. And then very quickly, the digital camera technology came out, like within months of me starting working in the business. And so we quickly jumped on board that. And so at the time I joined the AIPP, the Australian Institute of Professional Photographers, because I think that, you know, when I look back now, that's when the community was at its best. When I went to those events, the people there were just so generous with information and they were so generous with sharing their knowledge because I think we were all learning together, let's be honest. Now you'd go, of course, you'd pay to see someone talk and they would teach you stuff that they'd learn and maybe they were just a little bit ahead of you, but they were super, super transparent and open about things. And that was like, you know, that in itself was really helpful. But a lot of the time for me, it was kind of things that happened, not even necessarily sitting, watching somebody else teach you something. It was often what happened outside of that room or inside of that room, but, you know, maybe on a one-to-one basis. In fact, I remember going to one um, AIPP event. Uh, Look, I couldn't even tell you what it was. It wasn't one of the big ones. It was just, you know, a sort of like a one day or something like that. And I remember sitting back and I was watching this guy photographer talk about new techniques in Photoshop. And he was talking about color correction. And I was sitting there and this guy on stage was sitting there and he was going through this long process about 
you know, using the histogram to read things and levels and color balance and curve lines and all sorts of stuff. And then the guy that I, I was right in the back row, I'd never forget this. The guy that I was sort of sitting a couple of seats away from, he was like, kind of like, you know, nudging over towards me and next thing, I kind of like made, made eye contact with him. And so he kind of like jumped over a few seats, sat next to me and he flipped open his laptop. And now I think of it, it was that chunky white laptop. I don't know whether it maybe called like a power book or something back in the days. Anyway, it probably would be an antique now, but he flipped open his laptop. He was like, he was like looking up at the stage and sort of shaking his head a little bit. And he just kind of like opened his open Photoshop and he showed me how to do exactly what this guy was doing on stage, but it took like a fraction of the time. Like, I mean, within a couple of minutes and it was a technique that I then went on to use for years. Guys, like it was, it's it's probably still one of my go-to things, right? It was just a really simple color correction uh, using a white balance that, you know, this guy up on stage was sort of like going this long-winded right way around showing you and showing you probably like a 15-minute task. This guy showed me something that was going to take a couple of seconds. And like I, 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 I ran into this guy for years afterwards, I, I can't to this day remember what his name was. I wish, I wish, I really wish that I could, but beautiful guy, really, really helpful, always very generous like that. But we we became somewhat, somewhat friends, you know, like we, we didn't catch up outside of these events, but we could always sort of sit and have a little chat and things like that. And he was always very eager to help me in ways like this. And it was just amazing. It was just, it was so beautiful. And so, as I said, it wasn't always the guy on the stage that was teaching me stuff. It was often what I learned from chatting with the photographers that I met at lunch or at the bar afterwards or that kind of thing. But for me more so, it was the friends that I made through that community. Yeah. Like similarly, another story. I remember being at a, uh, it, what are those? It's a photography walkthrough where you kind of go and you see an epic photographer um, showing you what they do. And it was, it was at a beach shoot for brides and I'm sitting amongst, you know, 20, 30 photographers. And similarly enough, again, I got this little beside me and there was a, a fellow photographer, another, another female photographer. And she, she was like talking to me and we, and we figured out that there was something that we just clicked over. I'm, I'm not going to go into too much detail about it, but it was quite funny at the time. And the two of us just completely connected connected and she's gone on to become one of my really really close friends uh it'd be about maybe 13 years ago that that happened and we just became fast friends and we just connected and it's a friendship that has served me so well and and let me tell you why there's there's three main things that we've done for each other throughout our friendship and uh, and I'm going to tell you what her name is because I love her dearly. Her name is Melissa Jean. If any of you are in the babies and bellies in pregnancy world, you might know that name, Melissa Jean. But she's gone on to become a really, really solid friend of mine. And as much as I've had beautiful communities inside of the AIPP and other photography communities, it's really these friendships like the one that I've got with Melissa Jean that sort of have really, you know, blossomed and really helped me as a creative. And as I said, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you why. Well, the first thing is, is that Melissa and I became each other's, I would say like our cheer squad. So we used to walk, walk a lot. Okay. We, um, when I moved to the Sunshine Coast, she's local to here and we used to walk an awful lot. And, and along the way, we used to coach each other. And when I say this, I don't mean in any kind of formalized structured sense. It was just basically us both shooting the shit, if you know what that expression is. And we just literally back and forward on each other and just help to cheer each other on. 
I used to talk to her a lot about the business side of things, like how she could structure packages and, and you know, come down on certain things and put in sort of um, practices in place that would stop things like maybe overdue invoices and stuff like that. And she was definitely my lifestyle guru coach, yeah. Um, I always have loved to push hard and I like to work hard. It's kind of like my ethic. But at times, particularly, you know, 10 years ago, I found it very hard to slow down. I found it difficult to say, stop, that was enough. It's time for a break. And she always had so much more of a balanced lifestyle approach to her business. But we were each other's cheer squads in both of those areas and we lifted each other up, we supported each other. And I think that's a really important thing to have with friends in business. You can both be in similar places in, in business, but you can't both be in the same stuck frame of mind. Yeah, because that way you can give each other permission or excuses to stay there and you can find yourself in a friendship or in a relationship with someone where you're both just whinging and whining about the same things, but you're not cheering each other to be able to lift each other to get out of it. So if you're going to be kind of like, you know, finding someone for yourself like this, I want you to really focus on finding someone who challenges you and pushes you to go outside of your comfort zone. And and that's why I love the analogy of like of a cheerleader or a cheer squad, because when I looked up cheerleader, I did do this in the dictionary before I came. It was an enthusiastic and vo- vocal supporter of someone or something. So enthusiastic and vocal supporter. And that's really what Melissa and I were to, to, to each other. And we still are. We still, do, we still do this to each other and for each other. She was always brutally honest with me. Yeah. Very, very honest and very, very, uh, you know, always trying to help me to see things from an, from a different perspective, but always supporting me to go on. And I know I did the same thing to her and for her. And so I think that's really important. If you're looking for to find yourself a cheerleader, cheer squad, make sure that it's someone who's enthusiastic and also vocal. Okay. So they're not afraid to speak the truth to you because that's where you find that you're going to get your best results. So you're going to get the most out of a relationship, not someone who panders to you and lets you stay in the gutter. You want someone who's going to help you to lift you out. Now, I think it's really also important to, to, and I think this is part of probably about finding someone who's, and, and having friends who are in the industry. Now, another thing that I think is really important for you and, and particularly about finding someone who is in a similar industry to you is that you really need someone who gets you and who speaks the same language as you. Because often, especially if you've got like a partner in your life, they just often don't get it. <laughs> you know what I'm, th- you know what I'm saying? If you've got a partner who maybe, you know, maybe works in a nine to five or they just don't have their own business or they just are not as passionate, as enthusiastic about their career as you. And they just can't understand why you're obsessed with your business one day. And then maybe the next day you completely want to throw in the towel and you're questioning yourself and you're thinking, oh my God, I'm going to throw it all in. And then maybe the next day you wake up and you are completely motivated and you smash out a 10 hour day. Now, if you have a look at what I just, what I just said to you, like from the outsider's perspective, of course, that's completely insane, right? No wonder why maybe your partner or your mom or your friend doesn't get you because Being in your own business and being a creative in your own business, it is a bit of a roller coaster ride and it does feel like that at times. Sometimes you can just be so emotionally charged and want to throw it all in and then the next day you've just got complete clarity and you're just like, you know, firing on all cylinders, 
right? Are you feeling me? Well, like if you are trying to share this with somebody who just doesn't get it, then it can be like, you know, like an alien speaking or like you're speaking a completely different language. So I think, yes, definitely having someone who in who is business literate, that's one thing. And I have a, a huge bunch of friends who speak you know, they speak small business just like I do, but it's really special to have someone in the same industry, like, like, you know, a photographer friend or a group of friends who understand what it's like, you know, when you're, you know, when you're like obsessing over edits or someone who you can share a new piece of software that you're geeking out with, or someone who can listen to you, you know, like someone who can, you can have a whinge with about that client, you know, the client who maybe, I don't know, isn't paying well or, keeps telling you what to do on the on the shoot day someone who you know is giving you a runaround and has been like you know emailing you back and forward for a year but still hasn't made a booking I don't know like there's 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 so many things like that that maybe a partner will just like you know come at you with a really straightforward answer but it's not the it's not the feedback that you're looking for right so having someone or as I said like a group of people like that that can kind of get you and hear you on that level that is so special now again when you're trying to make friends in business I do think think it's a little bit important to make sure that they're not in direct competition with you or if they are that they that, that maybe that's that's someone that's generous do you know like there's certain people that will hold back and who will kind of like maybe mine you for information or constantly just sort of let you talk and sort of like you know take notes on the side sort of feeling there's other people who have abundant mindsets who are generous and who uh, understand that there's so much work for everybody. Do you know, like there's, there is, there's so much work in this, in this world for, for everybody, I believe that there's no need to be, you know, secretive or hold on to things or, you know, or, or hold back. You want someone that's generous. If you're going to make friends in the industry, you want people who are generous, who share, who listen, who talk, who feedback, as I said, who are honest. Uh, but yeah, who are, who are open. And oftentimes, you know, you might find that, yes, you might both be in weddings or both be doing personal branding or, or whatever, but, but you are, you service different markets. And then that way, you know, if you are sort of around the corner from each other, that if you're in different markets, you're looking after different people, that's totally fine. I have a photographer friend who on the coast, we're not incredibly close, but we're definitely friends. And uh, Jaya, if you're listening, you know, I'm talking about you. But we look after some of the same clients, but we are both so generous with our sharing with each other and we support each other because we get it. We, we look after a lot of the same market, but we, I know that she doesn't feel in direct competition and I definitely don't feel in direct competition or in any way threatened by her. And when some of my clients bounce to her, they might bounce back or whatever. Some of her clients bounce to me and might, might bounce back and that's totally fine. Okay, it's totally fine. That's 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 a nice place to be because we both are very secure in our businesses, and as I said, we're both very comfortable to share with each other and to to learn and to grow with each other. And 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 I guess that brings me on to my next point. What a good segue, Paula. I'm very good at this. Um, I think that it's really good for you to have friends in and and a community inside of the photography industry to help you to be able to learn new things to be able to help you to grow. That's so important to me. That's probably the biggest thing I've, I've, I've found is that, you know, not only, as I said, like in the case of learning new things like software, like that tech, that Photoshop technique that I was telling you about at the start of the episode, but more so 
I know like say my friendship with Melissa Jean, I know that that was really instrumental in helping me to grow as a human and as a business owner, but as a human within my business, because she'd always like stop me when I'd sort of start on a rant, she'd stop me and she'd ask me and she'd go, is this what you want to do? Is this like, how's this making you feel? And, and questions like, is this going to make you feel happy, Paula, if you do this? Will this make you happy? Now, these were often questions that I forgot to ask myself because I was in this like fast, hot pursuit of success. And she always was a massive proponent and really encouraged me to, to make sure to take time off. If anybody knows Melissa Jean, she used to work and I think she still does a lot like this. She works in chunks. So she'd go traveling and exploring the world for months on end and then come back and do like a solid couple of months of of work. And that was, you know, she'd be very much switched on and switched off. Whereas in my business, I was kind of always switched on. Sure, I'd go and take holidays, but I still was always kind of even doing work and answering emails and doing things like that when I was away. Whereas Melissa was very good at like completely switching off into a switch off mode to be able to give herself time to grow and to learn and to be a better person. Now, I know that in turn, I helped her to look at ways in her business to be able to operate her business that so that aligned better with her life goals. Um, I know that I you know, certain conversations would help her to structure things like pricing or, you know, help her to secure better sales long term. But I know that it also wasn't us sitting down with paper and pen and and and, and necessarily me working this out for her. It, I'm not even going to take credit for any of that. It wasn't even my ideas. It was just us shooting ideas across conversations and then her taking what worked and running with what worked for her. Similar to me, certain conversations that we had would literally just sit in my mind and then next thing I know, I was just taking the punt and booking a trip to Bali, right? <laughs> so it wasn't necessarily her exactly telling me what to do, but it was just the conversations that would spark me. And, and, and I know that for both of us, that friendship has helped us to, we've had a beautiful friendship outside of like talking business, don't get me wrong, but there's certain things in business that have helped us both to be able to grow as, as business owners, but as I said, almost also as humans. And again, at no time have I ever felt with Mel like like competitive or hid secrets from each other. When we first met, we both were in weddings. We both were doing wedding photography and that was our main bread and butter. But I never felt like I had to hold back when I was talking to her because she had no hidden agenda. We were never in direct competition. In fact, we both were living in different cities. So it was a fantastic friendship in that way because we were never going to be in direct competition at any stage with our weddings. In fact, even with our weddings, we were servicing such different weddings. Like when I would listen to stories about hers and she'd hear stories about mine, it was like we were working completely different industries because our wedding experiences in a lot of ways were similar, but in so many ways were completely different because the the, the type of clients that we were servicing was, was so different. So, uh, you know, like I've, I, as I said, at the start of this, I've been so lucky because I have definitely had so many mentors and friends in my photography business. And I do feel very blessed. But I think that if you if you're feeling a little bit isolated right now, maybe it's time for you to go and have a look for a community. You know, there's definitely big, bigger communities that you can be part of. You've got like 
you know, big events like the WPPI, you've got the Portrait Masters both in the States and and I'm sure all countries have some sort of professional photography community that holds similar events that you can go and be a part of. That's definitely for me been a really favorite way of, of, of meeting new people is in that in-person kind of uh, community. Unfortunately, in Australia, the AIPP broke down. Uh, however, there are a lot of smaller communities you can join, including mine. <laughs> and this is not just for Aussies, but, you know, you can join from anywhere around the world. Uh, my my PBE, my, pers- my Paula Brennan Education Membership. Um, and I guess what I love about my community is that I get to hear stories of, of my students inside connecting and catching up with each other in person outside of the group. And I absolutely love this because this is what I've been talking about all this podcast is those sort of groups and those communities and those friendships that you can develop outside of the larger communities. And you know what? I know that lots of the students inside of my community, they're regularly messaging each other. They're trying to figure out stuff together, whether they're in the same cities or often we do buddy people up to help them to support each other. You know, like if you're testing campaigns, if you're doing email funnels, any of that sort of stuff, we buddy people up so that they can support each other through that process uh, when they're working through the courses inside of the the membership. So yeah, so that's a beautiful thing that I love. And of course, what I I love the most about people joining my community is that I get to become part of your community. I really do like to get to know everyone on a more intimate level. In fact, part of the onboarding experience we've just introduced is that you get to have a one-on-one call with me so that I can get to know your business. That way I can understand where you need help and personally guide you in the right direction because our membership has so much content. Sometimes it can be difficult to know where to start. So that onboarding call is really helpful so that that way you can can like I can help you to navigate and map out your journey inside. Now, with any community, what you need to understand, if it's like the WPPI, Portrait Masters, mine, as I said, um, it, you do need to invest, right? You do need to make an investment. It's like any friendship. It's like anything that you're going to get out anything out of. It is a time investment. And most of the more substantial c- groups or communities that are really going to give you lots of good kind of actionable content and events and things like that, they are going to come with a financial investment and that is just something that you need to be aware of. Um, Let me tell you, it cost me massive big money at the time in my business to get to those big big AIPP events. Um, I had to pay a yearly fee. Then it was the cost of the ticket to the event. Of course, you have travel, accommodation, whatever I bought at the trade shows because you'd inevitably come home with stuff. (laughs) Um, But I've never, ever regretted the investment that I made. I remember a lot of the time I would book in for like these one days and I'd find it really difficult to get away from the business. I'd be like, oh my God, I've got so many things I need to do. But as soon as I got there, I was instantly grateful for myself, for pushing myself to make myself go there. In fact, I'm going to say that, you know, like in terms of like time investment and and more so I guess like in terms of a financial um, return on my investment, I reckon I could probably say that I made back my overall investment within a few months afterwards of most of the things that I've gone to and most of the places that I've chosen to connect in community in person or connect in an online community. Um, whether it's through, you know, like as I've been talking about, lifelong friendships like that with Mel, that, you know, is just invaluable to me. I, I can't tell you ways that this friendship and 
uh, connection with another human. I, I can't even quantify it. Like it's just, it goes beyond words. Um, but they're obviously, you know, like in terms of like saving me time, um, going to these events, you know, like that color correcting technique I, I told you that I learned, uh, you know, whether it was learning to have the confidence to, you know, cut back on time that I was doing on particular jobs or even the confidence to charge more because someone encouraged me to do it when we just went for a few casual drinks after an event or something like that. I always got back my investment. So many different ways you can pluck figures out, but you know, like 10X, 100X return, whatever you want to say. I've always got back my time and my financial investment on on joining and being part of communities. And even more so now as we navigate the changes in our industry, just like, you know, those photographers who were lucky enough to be around 20 years ago had, you know, with all of the changing and the seesawing as digital photography came in with the whole advent of AI and how it's rapidly changing our industry and, you know, all of the things that are going on right now. There's so much that can be learned by, you know, us bending together and thriving together. So if you are, you know, are feeling a little bit lonely in business, if you, you know, needing a little bit of connection, can I encourage you to go in search of your community or your tribe? Because I really do think that it can be such a worthwhile uh, investment of your time and your energy because it will pay you back in so many times. I know you can feel really busy right now, but can I encourage you if you're sort of, you know, if you're feeling a little bit stuck, feeling a little bit overwhelmed, then just reach out, find yourself, your, your find your tribe <laughs> because I know that it will really help you to thrive in your business going forward. All right, my friend, I hope that this episode has been helpful to you and I really look forward to connecting with you on the next episode. I'll see you then. When you're so salty, I'll still think about it.